Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. All right, folks. Well, we did it. We got through the fantasy season. It's Zach and the Nose. This is our finale show for everyone now. Kind of the wrap-up show for 2023 going into 2024. What a season it was in fantasy football. Hopefully you did win your championship or got there at least to the money week and got a little bit of money. Or you totally got the screw job like I did in both my leagues and got to the third place game and lost them both. So there you go right there. But... With that said, my partner in crime, the nose at Spencer Nose on Twitter, N-O-S-E. Uh, he had a little bit of a different championship week. Let's bring him in here. Wouldn't be Zach in the nose without him. Nosey, how about your big week? Because I know you're smiling somewhere in this world right now. No time for losers. Because the nose is the champion <laughs> of his league. Yes, Zach. Well done. Let me tell you something. It's not sometimes easy being what we would call a sports radio fantasy expert and not win your major league that you've been doing since right. the, ninth, the 90s. I had a few years in the drought, but I am officially back. Thank God I won my fantasy league and we're going to get into it because there's always so many ways and challenges to actually come out and say, I am the champion. Very rarely do you just go and just sweep everybody and just have the best and highest score in your league two to three weeks in a row. And uh, look, it didn't happen that easily for me. I had to have a lot of that L word that we do not use a lot, but our show, we don't mind using the luck word. That's right. You need it though. I mean, nosy, let's be honest. I mean, with, with you giving us insight through all these years, it's definitely helped, but you do need a little bit of luck on your side, especially when you get to these couple money weeks that we've had the last couple of weeks. You need a couple injuries to go your way. You need that kind of stuff to happen, and it does for so many people. And then there's the other side of it where, like we talked about all – I was beating my chest all season long here on the show about the fact that my 11 team and 0. was 11-0 <laughs> and 0 and finished the regular season literally 13-1. and 1. Like I was dominating – Lost in the first round, literally lost. In the, I got blown out by over a hundred points in round one or round two, you know, semifinals. Let me guess. Amari Cooper got you that round. Uh, Amari Cooper, Kyron Williams, you yes. named the guy. Oh God, I love the 30, 40 and 50 point days. These guys had such good days. I don't think my team scored a hundred points and he had three guys that had one of seven. You know what I mean? He had three of his, he only needed to start three guys to beat me by seven points that week. Uh, yeah, Amari Cooper did have a pretty good week that week for him. I think it was 54 points with bonus and all that. But, yeah, that stuff happens. But 
That's what we're here for on this show all season long. By the way, a special shout out to all the amazing people and the king and queen of Tropical Chevrolet, Ari and Erica, for always having faith in us. One more season in the books. Hopefully next season we're back, 24-25, so we'll see what happens there. But, uh, yeah, Nosey, good good big win by you in that league. We needed someone on this, t- on this uh, show to have one big win. You got to thank you uh, for that as well. But we always start to show with the kind of week that was. Let's talk a little bit before we get into all the wrap-up stuff. We have the nosies, by the way. We have a couple of words we're going to give out here in the show. We do have a yes or no's, but the yes or no's is really about next year's draft. So we're, we're, we're kind of all over the place today, but let's talk about championship week. Some of the huge performances or big performances that some teams had to win their league like you uh, and some that killed your team and didn't let you win that week. But let's do the week that was like we normally do. Absolutely. I mean, look, this show, by the way, is a quick hour of nothing but fun. We're going to try That's to make it. you we're going to try to make you laugh, smile and maybe go through again the highs and lows that were the finals. If you were lucky enough to just ha- be a participant in it and to actually make it through. So we're going to go over the players that, again, ultimately may have won you your championship and or in reverse may have been the reason why you lost. And my God. If you had Lamar Jackson and went through the highs and the lows, because he had what I believe to be a very slow start to the season, but in the finals, when it counted against our Miami Dolphins, oh boy, that 321 yards and five touchdowns in the air was the number one quarterback by over 12 fantasy points. Lamar Jackson, the local product from down here, was the true MVP of the finals if you got there. A definitely an amazing young player coming out of nowhere. Jordan Love. Let, we love to love on this show. He started out great. Then he plateaued for about two months. But what a finish. Ladies and gentlemen, pay attention to Jordan Love right now. He is one of the most on-fire quarterbacks. Last week, 256 yards and three touchdowns. Over 30 fantasy points because he got a scoring touchdown on the ground. Jordan Love is going to be a big discussion for our next year when we're on the show. Uh, but last but not least, the, the one player that has to be just laughed at, because this is why fantasy is just unbelievable. <laughs> I thought Joe Flacco retired five years ago when he played for the Jets in war number 19, and it was just so pathetic. What happens when this guy comes back, and here we are, 309 yards and three touchdowns in the finals. Ridiculous. He had one of the best fantasy months, and his name is Joe Flacco. And yes, a lot of people in the semifinals of their fantasy leagues know what that feels like if you had Amari Cooper or were going against him. But that is the beauty and the craziness of fantasy. Joe Flacco, a top three quarterback in your 2024 fantasy playoffs. By the way, that semifinal loss I had with Amari Cooper, he started Flacco also. So not two, only two quarterback league, I hope. <laughs> oh, two quarterback league. Yes. The second quarterback was Flacco. I, I can't even remember. First quarterback could have been damn Josh Allen. I don't even remember because Flacco was so good that week. But yeah, that's the kind of that's the luck and, and bad luck you sometimes have in fantasy. Hopefully you drafted well and you didn't need much of it, but when you do need it or going against it, you know that's gonna happen of the way it was. Um what what else happened at championship week that you, you want to bring up here quickly? Yeah, real quick, uh, Kyron Williams, who is going to be discussed on this show for next year, number one running back, three touchdowns on the finals. And then also Travis Etienne, really hot start, plateaued in the, you know, we're going to break down the season in four quarters. In Q3, he was very slow, but he picked it up for you in the playoffs. 
he had 102 yards and two touchdowns as well. Uh, big games from him. But really what I wanted to get to, which was the theme of fantasy football, were the top wide receivers yep. and the real player that has to be called out. You know, I called out the MVP uh, being, excuse me, at the quarterback position, but it was really C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb had the biggest game in the finals that you could have. 13 catches, 227 yards, and one touchdown. So to give you an idea, C.D. Lamb now ended up the, the season as a clear-cut, I mean clear-cut number two wide receiver overall, right behind our Tyreek Hill. And those two are in their own worlds. C.D. Lamb is the next great wide receiver that is in that list that's going to be a no-brainer top five overall pick possibly top three overall pick next year so if you got cd lamb and you're in a keeper league especially what a pleasure and treat he has been incredible all year and crushed in your finals yeah he was amazing he was so he was so much fun to watch uh in the last couple of weeks even the week against the dolphins uh when they played there i mean he has just been really on fire so that's been that guy and you picked him up or you had him at a certain point early in that draft. And then boom, when you needed him in the money weeks, he came through. There's so many different guys we could talk about. Like I said, we're going to have the nosies, a little bit of an award segment we'll have here on the show today. We'll give out like the fantasy player of the year, the draft pick of the year. Nosy's got some special awards there. I'm excited for bust of the year. I can't wait to hear who that's going to be. Um, so we got plenty. We got so much content here for this hour today. We're going to have a lot to talk about here to get kind of wrap up this season. It's been a fun season of football, fantasy football at least, and there's a lot more football to go with the playoffs starting soon as well there. So let's do this. Let's take a quick break. Uh, we'll come back. We'll start some of the awards. We have yes or no's coming up. we got a bunch of stuff here we're going to talk about. Uh, big shout out again, like I always do, to Tropical Chevrolet. They have been fantastic with us all season long, All not really just this season, but for the last couple of years they have been with us, so we really appreciate that. If you are out there and you're car shopping, Tropical Chevrolet, this is almost unprecedented. They're going to get you in and out of there in under three hours. They're on Biscayne Boulevard and 88th Street. Click MiamiChevy.com if you want to go to the website. Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers is our priority. Segment number one of the books. We'll come back. We'll do some awards and some other just gibberish here on the show. This is Zach and the Nose. All right, back here on Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Uh, hopefully you got a little money in Money Week last week and won your championship. The Nose did himself there. Uh, we're going to have some awards to give out here. We'll do it in the last segment of the show before we sign off for this entire football season. How about that? Signing off for the season, Nose. Not just for the week, but for the season. I know we're both kind of cringing our faces a little bit because when we say goodbye tonight, it's really the end of the fantasy football season. I'm going to miss it a lot. It, this is yep. such a fun ride. You know, the rest of the year is so boring. <laughs> is it August yet? Right. I mean, what kind of drug can you knock me out and bring right. me back in August? Like hibernation type of thing. Right. We should be just bears and hibernate from like the day after the Super Bowl until the day camp opens. That's How it. great would that right. be? Maybe with a little like someone just wakes us up for the draft so we can see the draft for three days and they go right back to sleep. And could you imagine it doesn't take years off of our lives? So no, we're all, good. So all right. we do, we could live maybe like an existence of like 130 years old, right? right. But only live during football season, right? I'm I'm perfectly fine with that. I'm we're on, we're onto something. Right. We're onto something. So yeah. just, we got to tell like Elon Musk or one of these guys to come up with something to get us into one of those, and we'll be the first two guinea pigs. 
Right. I like it. Elon Our, Musk is the one that could pull this right, off. Right. Of course he can. Yeah. We just we need. Well, I mean, we might be in space, but whatever. We'll be sleeping, so it doesn't matter at that point. Exactly. All right. So normally in the uh, kind of last hour, we do yes or no's. We're going to do yes or no's, and a lot of it has to do with kind of next season. Also, uh, I know Nose has got his not too early top ten list for next season. That's going to kind of coincide here with the yes or no's, the finale, I call it, of yes or no's for this season but we'll start off and i don't have a life question it is literally 10 questions for the nose i know it's a it's a unheard of yes or no's tonight uh for you guys out there all right so let's start with this probably the obvious one and i haven't looked at your list yet but i'm assuming he's probably on your not too early top 10 for next season one or two there anyway c mac is he the number one pick next year unprecedented or not gonna happen yes or no's that's a yes. Let me give you some perspective why. Yes, please. This, that's what I'm here for. So far, year to date this year, he's had 1,459 yards on the ground with a total of 21 touchdowns. Let's throw in 67 catches for 564 yards. Okay, I just threw out some numbers to you. Mm. Let's make it very, very clean and easy for you. If Christian McCaffrey was the number one running back and had 400 points in your league, Okay, then the second highest was Radio Raheem here, and he had something like, I don't know, 275. The difference between one and two at the running back position is well over 100 points. That's the best way to put it. That's a huge differential. And at I mean, right now, the, 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 the position in the landscape is changing to the wide receiver. We all know that. PPR leagues, we all know that. That's what makes Christian McCaffrey so unique and the number one pick being so special. He is by far the number one pick because he is a running back who plays like a wide receiver and a running back. And he is, yes, a no-brainer number one pick. Yeah, I just figured that would be a kind of a no-brainer to start off with at this point. Also, uh, question two kind of coincides with that. If C-Mac is the number one pick, which we just learned from the nose that it's going to be, is Justin, <clears throat> excuse me, is Justin Jefferson still number two? Yes or no's? No, he is not. I am going with Tyreek the Freak Hill. Okay. That's just call me a local. Uh, no, that's not it. The answer is he is the best wide receiver in the league. And in this Mike McDee offense and with Tua and with having Waddle on the other side. And if really that core of the offense with those two awesome running backs, uh, at least a chain being back there. Uh, no, Tyreek Hill is the number two overall pick. And he is just that big of a star. Maybe he didn't have that huge flex numbers in the semis and the finals, but he did good enough. Tyreek Hill is the number two pick over Justin Jefferson. Yeah, that's all, that's pretty interesting there too, because Justin Jefferson went one in a lot of leagues this year. I was in three different leagues. He went one in two of the three leagues there, and one of them I had the number two pick. I got C-Mac. But uh, yeah, that, I, I just saw how that happened, where the wide receiver position, like you said, fully taken over. And engulfing that first round like the running back position used to do. Let's go to question number three, quarterback question for you. First quarterback off the board next year, 2024, Josh Allen, yes or no? Yes, Josh Allen is – look, Josh Allen's got 15 touchdowns on the ground. 27 in the air. I thought so it was a joke. I'm not, even, I'm not even lying to you. I thought it was a joke. I was looking up his numbers this week obviously with the Dolphins playing the Buffalo Bills, and I'm doing some interviews, and honestly, I looked and I saw 15. I'm like, that's a pretty low number for a quarterback having passing touchdowns at 15. No, that was his rushing total. Are you kidding me? 
Yeah, it's wild. And what's so special about Josh Allen is he's doing it year in and year out. He has been either the top one or two quarterback in your league over the last three years. He is the safest bet. He is, look, he... He's our enemy. We're going against him, you know, in, in a few evenings. But uh, for fantasy purposes, there's nobody more consistent. There's nobody more afraid to throw the ball. Yeah, he's got 16 interceptions. Yeah, that might, that's outside of Sam Howell, that leads the league, I believe, but uh, in interceptions. But that doesn't matter because how many yards he throws, touchdowns he throws, he's the number one quarterback. And for me, I have Jalen Hurts. As long as they don't change those rules and that tush push works, Jalen Hurts is the number two. But yes, to answer your original uh, question, Josh Allen, number one quarterback, 2024-25 season. All right, question number four here for yes or no's. Are we finally back to having running backs in the first round? A couple of them, uh, I know that a couple of them have went, but they've been a little bit of busties. We'll talk about that uh, probably in the next segment here. But Really, the question, yes or no, is are we back to running backs being taken in the first round? Yes or no? I'm going to say no's because I think I know what you're saying. No's as in in a 10 to 12 team league. Yeah, there's going to be some running backs, but they're going to be at the tail end, right. if you would, of the first round. Outside so, of C-Mac. We know C-Mac's one, but I'm talking about two through 12 in that. Are there going to be a ton of running backs I, in there? I'm not picking a running back after Christian McCaffrey, if you would. Um, until Tyreek Hill, C.D. Lamb, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Amon Ross St. Brown, and A.J. Brown are all off the board in full PPR leagues. And then, then we're going to start having the conversation of your Kyron Williams, believe it or not, Brees Hall, Jameer Gibbs, those type of players. But, you know, the, the Joe Mixons and the King Henrys, we're finally seeing the Ecklers which we're going to talk about in a little bit. We're finally seeing those players that have been the traditional top five picks for us over the last two to three years. They are now going to drop into the second round where these younger kids of the Williams, Brees Hall and Gibbs are going to be at the tail end. But your original question is no, those wide receivers, the top wide receivers that do it week in and week out, they are going to be the king of fantasy in 2024 PPR leagues. All right, I'll start off question number five with this is a one quarterback league kind of question for you here. Uh, better to have a top flight quarterback than running back at this point in a one quarterback league. That's tricky to say. No, you know, if okay. I could speak, the answer is no. I, if I could get, if I know in hindsight that I'm going to have a top five running back, you know, then I'm going to pick that over a top quarterback any day because let me be honest with you, CJ Stroud or, you know, a Jared Goff, those type of players right. are going to be completely acceptable starters. And next year you're going to see them. They're going to be ranked around 10 to 12th overall. The quarterback position year in, year out is loaded. In a one quarterback league, you are not to take a quarterback early. That doesn't change. But if you're in a super flex or a two quarterback league, then you got to go up there and make sure you get yourself at least one of the big boys. And, and we'll talk about that next year for sure. Right. Yeah. That's just, I figured now with, with a lot oh, of leagues, so much fun. Yeah. I know with a lot of leagues moving to two quarterbacks or super flexes, but a lot of them still staying at that one quarterback kind of, you know, the, the old school style. I'm just wondering at this point, if it's worth taking that quarterback early. It's a great question because, you know, obviously if you get one of those running back that hits, of course it's a great right, thing. Right, right, right. But are you taking a Saquon Barkley, you know, the people who've had the high risks, a DeAndre Swift, a Tony Pollard, those guys who were, if you were busts for their position, are you just saying, 
man, let me just go grab me a, a Josh Allen or Jalen Hurts instead of one of those guys. I'm still going to tell you no, because I want you to still try to hit on that running back position. And again, that's how you know the depth of the quarterback position is. So we're still going to try to hit for right. our, our running backs and our wide receivers before we're taking quarterbacks in a one quarterback league. All right. Question number six here. Yes or no's. Travis Kelsey is no longer a first round pick. Yes or no's. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast how powerful is cox internet powerful enough to let your band members in vegas phoenix and rhode island jam like you're all in the same garage Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yes, he is out. Not only that, I'm going to flat out say he's not going to be the number one tight end pick next year. Oh, you've already read question number seven for yes or no's. Okay. Uh, well, let I'm me doing? just let me let me throw it in there so you can answer these two at once. Number seven, could anyone go ahead of Kelsey next season in the draft? There you go. Two questions together. Answer them both. So Kelsey is no longer a first rounder, and right. Sammy Laporta wow. is taking the reins as the number one tight end. He is no doubt going to be a really top pick. There is no doubt he should not go 
in your first round. So there will be no tight ends picked the way I like it in next year's uh, first round. Then the question is, is how saucy do you want to get and grab yourself a Sammy Laporta? And don't get me right. wrong, Kelsey is going to be right there with you, him, in the second round. My opinion is we're not going to take a, a tight end in the first two rounds. We're going to maybe address it in the third round if one of those guys is there. That's how I see that position forming up. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting one that year. Travis Kelsey's had that reign for a long time now, it seems like, as being that number one guy. All right, here, you kind of talked a little bit about it before. Question number eight, could CeeDee Lamb be wide receiver number one next season? I think you kind of answered that a little bit, but the way he's been playing lately, I think that some people might take him over you-know-who down here in Miami. I don't even know what to say yes or no's, but yes, <laughs> you are right. A lot of people are going to take C.D. Lamb ahead of Tyreek Hill. Yes. That being said, no, I am not. I am sorry. Tyreek Hill is what we call, what do they call A video game. He's a cheat mm -hmm. code. That's what I was the word I'm looking for. The way he plays, his style of play, every time he touches the ball, it could be a touchdown. Tyreek Hill, to me, is the number one wide receiver in all of fantasy. Now, I'll give a disclaimer. He's my keeper in this major league that I won. He helped me get to the position I won. He didn't do great in the semis and the finals, but it's nonetheless, I snuck by. I am forever faithful to number 10, okay? And uh, I don't care. He almost broke a record. He got hurt. He got, he let, you know, he, in the quarterfinals of most leagues, right. he sat down. That was the luck that, you know, we were talking about where I didn't, I got a buy that week. If I don't get a buy, I get blown out. Those are the types of highs and lows you need to get to the end. But at the end of the day, Tyreek Hill over C.D. Lamb next year. I don't want to hear anything about it anymore. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Not just the local angle on that, but just in general at that point. All right, question number nine here. And I guess it's I could have kind of put this in earlier uh, in the first couple of picks here. Is Johnny Taylor still a top flight running back next season going into it? And when I mean top flight, I mean possible first round, early second round guy, John Taylor. Yes, Johnny Taylor is a top flight running back. And I have him probably going in the 11th or 12th overall. So I, I know it sounds crazy, but this Brees Hall is such a star and Kyron Williams is such a star. So those two and Jameer Gibbs, we'll see if Montgomery is still there, is such a star. But I have Jonathan Taylor right in the mix with those players. And again, when I say in the mix, they're interchangeable at this point when we're speaking about it now. We'll definitely get into depth about it. But those are guys are going, in my opinion, anywhere between 8 and 12 next year. But you got to get, you know, I... To, but just to lay it out there, I'd rather have an A.J. Brown or a Monroe St. Brown in a full PPR league than a Jonathan Taylor because that's how the land, you know the fantasy landscape has gone. Yeah, we've seen it change dramatically in the last you know, five or six years from when you used to see that first round being about eight running backs, maybe one wide receiver, possibly someone took a shot on a quarterback, and then that second or third round loaded with wide receivers – to now, if you don't get one of those top flight, top five guys like you have, and we're going to go over noses kind of early top 10 here in a second. Uh, if you don't get one of those guys, uh, it, you know, you might be in trouble at this point if you don't have like a CD Lamb or Tyreek Hill come playoff time to give you that 30 point game that you might need or more, the Amari Cooper 51 point game or whatever it was a couple of weeks back. So, all right, here we go. Last question here for yesterday. No, the last yes or no's question of the season it has to do with defense. How boring is that? Uh, okay. Will we ever have a defense that needs to be drafted earlier than the last round, including the 49ers? Yes or no's? No's. We do not. 
How about that simple fact? You know why? You just said to me, you thought the 49ers, right? Right. They weren't the number one defense mm. in the league. You you would think they were. Right. They were, what, the fifth best. Wow. Okay? And so the best were the Ravens overall with, yeah. say, around say around 200. Well, the 49ers was the fifth best around 175. That's a 25 point differential. You base that and spread that over 17 weeks. You're talking about the best defense the fifth best defense to the 10th best defense is a difference of two to three fantasy points. That is it per week. So no, we are not going to do that. We are going to draft uh, a defense late that has a good week one matchup and we're going to keep matching them up all year long and that's how i did it this year and that's how i recommend you do it every year and i had the bills going against the patriots in the final week because i saw that matchup four <laughs> weeks before and i knew i had a buy uh that was a pretty big week right there it was over 20 fantasy in a touchdown so i do it by matchups and so should you Yep, that's probably the easiest way to do it. All right, I'll do it for yes or no's here. Uh, before we get a break, though, let's talk a little bit about, because uh, we did talk a lot about these guys in this last segment for yes or no's, the not too early or way too early top 10 for next season for your drafts out there. We already kind of recognize that McCaffrey would be number one. Go from there on, two through 10, and, and what you think? Before I go through that, I'm going to just read off a list of the running backs and how they did this year, because okay. I think it's, yeah. I think it's vital to the conversation and the context of my not top 10, right? You got, you got Christian McCaffrey in his own world, right? Yeah. You have the second best running back all year was radio Raheem. And obviously he had himself a ridiculous year of 21 touchdowns, which is, which is fantastic. But Radio Raheem wasn't drafted in the top six or seven rounds of fantasy. Number three, Travis Etienne. He was good as a, usually a second or third rounder. Kyron Williams, then Brees Hall, then Rashad White. Okay, so what I'm getting to, James Cook is in that mix. What I'm telling you is you find running backs that end up being in the top five or top seven way later on in the draft, a lot more than you are doing to those top flight wide receivers all year long. Our whole motto was the top wide receivers are getting it done, Zach, week in and week out. And if you just look at this list of Tyree Kill, C.D. Lamb, Amon Ross St. Brown, Mike Evans, A.J. Brown, Pukunakua gets in there, but D.J. Moore, Keenan Allen, Jamar Chase, and Debo Samuel. That was, I just ripped off in most leagues. That was your top 10 to 12 wide receivers, wow. the guys that you actually draft in the position in the spot that gets you the fantasy points back. So, yes, I am leaning towards wide receivers. And so, yeah, I have Derek. I have, We have Christian McCaffrey, though, in his own world. Number one, stuff. right, right, right. Number so, one. So who do you have at number two? Tyreek Hill. Okay. Nope. Number two overall. We just discussed him a bunch. The most exciting player in fantasy. If you have bonus touchdowns, especially – there is nobody who does them in chunkier yards than him. Number three. C.D. Lamb. Ah. We discussed him a ton already. He's risen to that spot. Yeah, number, number, number four. Number one pick overall last year, Justin ah. Jefferson. He went through Kirk Cousins. He went through an injury. He went through Jalen Hall. He went through Nick Mullins. He went through all these guys. Not his fault this year. It was an injury that derailed him and then the injury to Cousins. But if everybody is healthy, that guy is still exactly who you draft him to be a top five pick. 
Did you say Dobbs too? Dobbs is in that mix for those quarterbacks, right? Yeah, he was somewhere in there. Thanks for finding that. I, you know, <laughs> I was just I, thinking. I was I thinking about Minnesota quarterbacks, right? I'm thinking of all the guys that threw the rock for Minnesota this year. And I'm like, wait a minute. John Dobbs was in there for like two games. That's pretty crazy. All right, number five. Who do you got? Look, I don't care if you think it's popular or not. That's Amon Ross St. Brown. Finished top three overall in PPR leagues, 112 receptions, 1,371 yards, and nine touchdowns. The most consistent player in fantasy week in and week out was Amon Ross St. Brown. So he is the safest pick on the board, and I love him. Then I'm going to go with at six, Jamar Chase. Right. Okay. Jamar Chase is the home run hitter, but. He needs to stay healthy. He needs his quarterback to stay healthy. He's had some highs and lows. Him and Amon Ross St. Brown, if you are a, a, just want to be a safer guy with your first-round draft pick, I go Amon Ross St. Brown. But Jamar Chase right there, they're interchangeable in my opinion. All right, number seven, what do you got? A.J. Brown. He's just such, oh, such a beast, man. What a, He had such a career year. Um, yeah, he fell off a little bit at the very end, but that was more of a game script and scheme situation. A.J. Brown is just a different kind of level. And with Jalen Hurts, absolutely love him. All right. Number eight. What do you got at eight? It's finally the running back. Oh. We're, we're go- we got through our wide receivers. Right. And then, I found, then I found the drop-off. Now it's just a, an 8, 9, 10 of Kyron Williams, who is right now the closest – uh, what do we could we call it a fake ass Christian McCaffrey on the yeah, air? That's like, fine. I, that's worse, I just yeah. did it. Okay, yeah. good. So Kyron Williams, he's catching the ball. He's running the ball. He's getting fed it in the goal line situations. He is the second best running back on the board. I know that name might scare you because it doesn't have that prestige with that great college career. And he was a low draft pick. I don't care. Tyron Williams is the number two wide uh, running back. And I like him in that eight slot as the first guy that comes off of that top tier wide receiver. All right. Number nine. What do you got at nine? Man, could you imagine Aaron Rodgers didn't get hurt? No one one understands. There were some highs and lows, meaning Brees Hall is who I'm talking about. And year to date, Brees Hall was a top five pick. And he had some games against the Dolphins in the last one where he disappeared but man, when he did show up, it was something special. He averaged about 17 fantasy points per game, 816 on the uh, in the on the ground, 579 in the air, eight touchdowns. Imagine having a real quarterback. the The sky is going to be the limit for Brees Hall. Huge upside guy. If if Aaron Rodgers is there next year and can stay healthy, that is no doubt a justifiable first round draft pick in Brees Hall. All right, round it out. Number 10, what do you got? Marla Gibbs is oh, grandson. We've I been like talking. it. Yeah. Jameer Gibbs is so good, it hurts. He is another one that is going to catch. He's going to run. Man, the, Detroit's got a lot of hands to feed because we've already talked about Amon Ross St. Brown, Matt Laporta, and we don't know who the uh, second running back is going to be there, if David Montgomery is going to be there next year. But Jameer Gibbs, nonetheless, is going to earn that 10th pick right now because his explosion and his ability to catch a ball or run for 50-plus yards, it's going to happen early and often next year. If you're that guy who loves a high upside player, there is nobody higher than Jamar Gibbs with Brees Hall right under there in terms of explosion and the ability to have those really special fantasy days, the one that wins you weeks, the ones that get you into playoffs, and then eventually wins you championships. I almost need to go back now and look at like the top 10 from last year and see which guys 
have just been wiped out. Austin Eckler, all these guys just wiped out of that first round. We used to see Derrick Henry, like you said, in there. They're just gone. Even Mixon would sometimes be that 10 or right there up there. Saquon Incredible. Barkley has been mentioned. Right. Like there's there's a lot. I almost I almost wish we had another show so we could see you're not you're not too top like top 20. You know what I mean? What, I what happens to right. Bajan Robinson? Right. All these, all these cliffhangers. Right. Let's go. I love it. All right. Let's take another break here. We're gonna wrap things up here on Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show, the finale, the wrap-up show. We'll take a break. This is always brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet and our dear friends at Tropical Chevrolet, Biscayne Boulevard and 88th Street. MiamiChevy.com is the website. Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers is our priority. We'll wrap things up right after this. All right, back here to wrap things up on Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. All right, we get we got here to the last segment of our entire season. We're going to give out some awards here. Uh, the Nose won his big league. He's ready to rock and roll. Let's get through some of these. Let's start with uh, the comeback player of the year. Nosey, who won that award this year? That would be the Dallas Cowboys' Dak Prescott. So far this year, Dak Prescott putting on a ridiculous, impressive yardage of 4,237. To give you an idea, Zach, last year he had in total 2860. You're the math guy, but you don't have to do the math. That is a ridiculous amount of yards. In general, he had over 150 more fantasy points this year than last year. Dak Prescott, comeback player of the year. All right, let's move on to the most improved player of the year, Award goes to that's easy. That's Kyron Williams of the Los Angeles Rams. Let's just say this guy was a backup, okay, last year. And out of nowhere this year, he became a superstar for the Rams and is now in the projected top 10 in the 2024 fantasy. So uh most improved player went from a bench player to now a dominant running back in fantasy, Kyron Williams. All right, I like this award. Waiver Wire Edition of the Year. And the winner is... Puka Nakua! Did we have have a lot of Puka Nakua fun this year, Zach? Let me tell you what a pickup. Not only did he just blow up at the beginning, but he sustained it over the course of the season in the semifinals ended up the number one wide receiver in all of fantasy. So in that particular week of week 16, just an amazing overall year for Puka Nakua. And one of the reasons why jumping on the waiver wire early, like this reminds me of Marquise Colson that many, many years ago when he was a rookie for the Saints, you picked him up and he ended up being a spectacular starter week in and week out. All right. Fantasy rookie of the year. Normally this rookie of the year goes to a quarterback. I don't feel like it's going to happen this year on the nose show. Nope. It, it could have gone to CJ Stroud, but right, he, right. this is this is a fantasy league. And that guy, unfortunately, got hurt. But what a year he had. And he's the honorable mention. The fantasy rookie of the year, Sam Laporta. Yeah. Okay. What a year for the uh, the rookie. The Lions tight end is incredible. I discussed it. I have him. Look, he was the number one tight end this year as a rookie. Okay. He had himself 860 yards and nine touchdowns. 81 receptions. Fantastic. We'll discuss it next year. He was the rookie of the year. To be a rookie and lead an entire position, you have earned it, Sammy Laporta. All right. This one's going to make a lot of people upset. The non-injury biggest bust of the year. There are multiple winners of this award. Those I will give you the mic because I know for a fact I'm going to be pissed off at some point during this. It's like, uh, I'm just going to name them one by one. And if you had them on your team, you understand. 
Austin Eckler. Oh, yeah. Tony Pollard. Mm. Stefan Diggs. Absolutely. But the winner. Oh, God. The absolute winner. And I don't care if it's a coincidence. This whole Taylor Swift story means something. Travis Kelsey was a consensus first round pick. Not by me. I don't do that in the first round with my tight ends. But obviously it's still Travis Kelsey. What an absolutely horrific, disappointing season. Third overall amongst all tight ends. Uh, Only five touchdowns on the season. Need I say more? By far the biggest bust of the year, Travis Kelsey. Yeah, I I literally burned Taylor Swift out of my mind at this point for the the bust of a boyfriend she had all year long in fantasy football. All right, I like this award. It's one of my favorite ones. The Goodwill Hunting Awards of It's Not Your Fault. It's Not Your Fault Award. That's basically what it is. A couple of people on here also have fun with this. This is a good one. Sometimes I acted as Robin Williams and, you know, gave you a hug and lo- told you a lot of things. It's not your fault, Zach, right. you know, and, uh-huh. and here we are now. The guy that you drafted, okay, the guy that you said is going to be my guy and it just didn't work out for you but it's not your fault it is not your fault that you drafted garrett wilson Mm. and aaron Rodgers went down on the sixth play the nose pick of the year so i'm speaking to myself spencer nose it is not your fault you drafted garrett wilson ladies and gentlemen it is not your fault you drafted patrick mahomes where you did unless it's the second round which was too early he just didn't have the weapons this year patrick mahomes is fine his weapons were not because of the Kelsey and the wide receiver position, but it's not your fault. And anybody who drafted any Atlanta Falcon, oh. it is Arthur Smith's fault. It is not your fault if you drafted Bijan Robinson late or early in the second first round or late early in the second round. It is not your fault if you had Drake London or Kyle Pitts where you got them. This Atlanta Falcons team was coached horribly. It is not your fault. Right. I like that award. Unless you had one of those guys. All right, last two awards here for Zach and the Nose. I'm excited to hear the winners of this. The Fantasy Draft Pick of the Year. And the winner is... The local guy. The former Nose Pick of the Year. The best fantasy pick of the year was Radio Raheem Moster. Love it. and, And his 21 touchdowns for your Miami Dolphins. This is a case, Zach where you draft somebody round six through 10, it doesn't matter where it was, how many teams, but you draft a player in that time that you put in week in and week out. And he did it week in and week out. And he was the number two running back in every fantasy league. That is how you get to the playoffs. That is how you win championships. Radio Raheem Mostert, fantasy draft pick of the year. All right, we get down to this one. The last award of the fantasy season And last award here on Zach and the Nose, the Fantasy Player of the Year. And the award goes to... It's Christian McCaffrey. If you picked him with the one pick, you went against the norm. Justin Jefferson was projected to go one with every expert, every league. But Christian McCaffrey was the right pick. And if you had him on your fantasy team, you probably took it to the very end. And God bless, I hope his calf injury didn't... Uh, mess you over like he did it was a very controversial week 17 because McCaffrey only did play half a game and 58 percent of teams that had Christian McCaffrey got to the finals in their leagues that's how big of an impact player he was but that being said over the course of the entire season Christian McCaffrey easily the player of the year this is a 
player that is like the Marshall Falk of those late 90s or the LT, Ladanian Tomlinson of the early 2000s. That is Christian McCaffrey this year. He had about 400 fantasy points, 1,459 yards on the ground, 564 yards in the air, 83, excuse me, 67 catches and 21 touchdowns. Easily the best overall fantasy player. Love it. Those are the nosy awards, and that's going to do it for us. Zach of the Nose done for the 2023-24 season. For the Nose, for Danny Garcia that helped us out all season long, and for our wives and family that have dealt with us all year during the fantasy, we love you all. I don't have to wish anyone bad luck this week, but I will tell you this. Thank you for all the support, listening, and watching us all year long, and we hope to be back with you next year as well. Thank you to Tropical Chevrolet for always being the best sponsors in the business. For the Nose, for all the guides at the station, and for me, Thank you for the support, and we'll talk to you again next season. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.